Even in today's jaded society, the taking of a human life strikes us as an utterly chilling act. It is the permanence of death, the finality of it, that terrifies us. Horrifying as it may seem, the blood-curling truth is that for some men, one murder is not the end. Instead, it is almost as if that first murder opens the floodgates through which pours the torrent of carnage brought by men such as Ted Bundy, Ed Gein, and Jack the Ripper. There is, however, a side of hell so dark even monsters such as Bundy would shrink from it. Colombian Killers is a look into the minds that lie beneath the madness. The stories of three men who have forever tainted the lush fields of Latin America with a horror that spans three decades of civil war are here brought to light. This book narrates the sadistic acts of Luis Alfredo Garavito, Pedro Alonso Lopez, and Daniel Carmargo Barbosa. For these men, rape and murder were but the beginning of the horrors they inflicted upon the world. The fear their crimes inspire is not about their nature, the methodology, or even the victims. It is about who the killers themselves are. This book begins with three parts, each dedicated to one of these three monsters of modern-day Colombia. Once you've been edified with the general knowledge of the atrocities, we will delve further into the tiny details, the forgotten horrors, the thousands of ways that we as a society failed these men, and in so doing, shaped them into the monsters they are known as today. Luis Garavito, Pedro Lopez, and Daniel Barbosa are among the most prolific serial killers in the world. Between them, they were convicted of 329 murders, but it's believed that the number they committed is over 750. This book is not for the faint of heart, nor for the feeble of spirit. Be very sure you want to know what you are about to hear, because if you can be sure of nothing else, be sure of this. You will never forget what you are about to hear. To begin with, let's talk about the term serial killer. The very notion of a serial killer has alternately appalled and captivated the human race for generations. For as morbidly fascinating as we may find Hannibal Lecter, the thought of such a character prowling the streets is enough to make us walk just a little faster as we head home. So why do the most evil, subhuman villains of human society become such natural celebrities? Why are we, the supposedly normal members of the human race, so enthralled to the horrors that such people threaten to visit upon the careful constructs of our normal, unaffected lives? The way one NYPD homicide detective puts it, the why is the wow. To elaborate, our macabre fascination comes in part from the shock of such acts, the sheer insanity of them, the horror of the possibility of such a thought crossing our own minds is what truly enthralls us. In our normal world, the why behind all of these murders demonstrates to us how different, how singular these distant monsters are while simultaneously forcing us to admit in the deepest corners of our minds, by way of something as mundane as a bowl of cereal or a favorite movie, just how much they are not. It is this vacuum between conventional and inexplicable that we seek to fill. And so it is that desire that brings us to where we are now, attempting to decipher the minds of monsters depraved enough to have earned a title more sinister than mere murderer. We speak, of course, of serial killers. A serial killer is a soul who has been driven to the most unspeakable of crimes, 
not just once and not just in a fit of rage, but gradually over a period of time, at least two to three times, driven by a need, be it sexual, rage-fueled, power-based, or constructed around the thrill of some perverse psychological gratification. The men we will be discussing are motivated by perhaps the most chilling trifecta, sex, power, and revenge.